us to get together and sing, sing. Like, it's probably his arm. If it's in his house, oh no, sorry, it wasn't in his house. It was in a dumpster near his house. In his van, wasn't it? I thought it was in a dumpster. I think it was in his van. But they also found like other severed body parts around. I was like, yeah, he's done. <laughs> Welcome, folks. It is Couch Cast number 53. <laughs> I am Master Dorgo. The famous Paul. The 80s Jeff. And uh, yeah, it's uh, Couch Cast time. But uh, what a, a lot of death this uh, this week. You just to introduce our guest. You got oh, that's right. We got Dave <laughs> yeah, Raider tonight. Yeah, right Sorry. next to you. <laughs> wow. Dave Raider here. You Hello. Know, there have been a couple of times where he's like forgotten yeah, about me. That's true. He goes, let's you know get right into it. And I'm like, and 80s Jeff. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's right the magic here. chair. It right is. Because that's, that's the one I just don't that's see. That's true. I, well, so. you do kind of turn to your... To the, I think. What's that? I've always sat here. Yeah, no, but like when I sit there, he does it too. I think it's that position. It's not... The person sitting there, it's just the spot. It's the blind spot. So, yeah, last but not least, Dave Raider back with us again. Yay, That's yay. one helpful blind spot if you can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> Filling in the Barry position. Of the couch. Barry of Rob. Yeah. Sir, is, Sir Barris of Rob. Sir Barris of, of Rob. Sealand. Yes, he is a Dane of Sealand. <laughs> yes, he is official. But uh, we'll, he'll be back real soon. A Dane of Seaman. But who won't yes. be back this week? Gary Coleman won't be back. No. Dennis Hopper won't be back. No. The guy from the Thundercats writer won't be back. No. It Dio just, won't uh, be back. Dio yeah, won't be yeah, back. Yeah, that was like a couple weeks ago, right? Uh, Linkletter won't be back. Wow, I hadn't heard about Linkletter. Yeah, Art Linkletter also. Uh, wow. Yeah, just uh, lost, lost the greats. And for all those people out there <laughs> that say, well, they all come in threes, bullshit. Because we just named how many? Five. Five. There you go, now and you then can, and then so okay, some jackass oh, G- is going to comment. Gary Coleman was half. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Too soon? No, Zing. never. No, sorry. Bazinga. Bazinga. <laughs> but, I like uh, it. Yeah, and, okay, there'll be that one person that'll send us a comment on the website or the comments at Ugly Couch Show. Oh, you forgot. There's one more on the way because it's right. be two sets of three. Yeah, we got to count them in threes, much like we count eggs in twelves. <laughs> it's the here's hoping for Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, it's the psychological need for humans to group things together. It just happens, people. Anyway, sorry, I had my rant. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why the hate on Elizabeth Taylor? I just gotta know. She won't die. Of <laughs> all the shit that happens to her, you know, it, like, he he does have a point because she's been through a lot. Of this stuff is true. And has come she's out the other core, side. Man. The yeah. youth is somewhere in her backyard. No, that's somewhere. what happens when you bathe in the blood of virgins. Yep. Hardcore. Well, speaking of blood of virgins, new years you don't give a shit about. Dun, dun, dun. The Legend of the Seeker ended its baneful run on Saturday. Yay. Good riddance, you jackhole of a series. <laughs> Despite the 20 grand that people raised to try to save it. You know what? Grand. I will say that that Piss show had wind. its lovers. Piss in the wind. They, they, people loved that oh, show. And you guys God. have trouble getting funds and Legend of Seekers getting 20 mm-hmm. grand from somewhere? Well, it I hurts a little. It. Yeah. Damn Tappert. It's his fault. Stupid it's always <laughs> Stupid Joe. It, when I, I, I read this guy's blog, I was just weeping over the fact that it was gone. Right. And, and I, was, I appreciated it because he was able to give me a synopsis of everything that happened all the way down. Right. And I, was, and I read it through and just to see everything that was changed from the book. Just, sure. Just making it. Uh, and they didn't have to. All right. Uh, oh, oh, mm. They didn't have to change all the crap they changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. didn't have to. In fact, it, it lessened it with the crap that they did change. 
sure. They, I mean, they like made the big bad guy like Rawls' brother or something like that. It's like, no, no, that, no, what? No, stop it. It's like all people, of you. We we understand rabid fandom. We have all oh, yeah. understand rabid fandom. There are four rabid fans of something in this room. We all like something to at a, a really hardcore extent. <coughs> but. He ran. We're not. We're not. Most people are rabid fans of something that is good. (laughs) There are rabid fans of Legend of the Sinker. Oh yeah. I wouldn't say I'm a rabid Black Star fan. (laughs) I enjoy Black Star. I will say Black Star gives you rabies. (laughs) From the flying shark. (laughs) Yes, the flying shark will give you rabies. Oh, there's a t-shirt. That's a, there's a t-shirt right there. We'll just put a flying shark on it. The flying shark will give you rabies. <laughs> Everyone knows this. Such a fun show. Before my time, sorry. A little yes. bit. Yes. And catch it on DVD. Catch is right. Catch the rabies. <laughs> you know, the before your time stuff. I, I at work uh, the other day. I was uh, humming the theme from the Muppet Show for some ungodly reason, and. One of the 20-somethings that was around me goes, what's that? Now, of course. Oh, dear. Face palm. Yeah, liver anyway. spots bursting on your yeah, head as you speak. <laughs> I'm 40. <laughs> <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. To borrow a phrase from Sports Grid's own Colby Hall, yes, this exists. In a bizarre instance of Mem meets sporting event, the Mariners are having a cheeseburger night. That's cheeseburger with a Z. On June 3rd for their game against the Twins. This is as in I can has cheeseburger lolcat night. Oh, I heard about this. The highlights of the promotion include a free happy cat bobblehead and a pregame happy hour so you can get good and sauce before you realize you just got a happy cat bobblehead <laughs> at a Mariners game. Weird. That Ladies and gentlemen, if one more person sends me a lol cat picture, <laughs> I will rage out and Ooh, kill someone. I can do it right from. now. Oh, God. Here <laughs> it is. Getting lol cat yeah, who sent you lol cats? I don't know. I just get random. I, we've gotten a couple of them in the comments. That's thing. True. I just delete them. The piano cat is <laughs> No great, offense though. to any of our fans. Oh, please. I like them all. I'm going to Listen, listen I, and I, I agree. I am a huge fan of the lol we've cats. Gotten, we've uh, gotten lol cats in the, in the comments and they've been deleted. Oh. I'm hurt. <laughs> I did see one online the other day I thought it was kind of funny It was oh, something I'm like s- I can has shotgun And it's like The Master Chief Shooting some um, One of the One of the flood With the shotgun I thought that one was amusing So that's a lol chief? Alright let I me guess see so. if I can find a good one to say Oh no <laughs> The piano cat is what it's all about Piano cat yeah. Keyboard cat keyboard Play cat. him off keyboard cat I don't know I like <laughs> I like lol walrus myself Lol walrus? Yes Lolrus. Lolrus. <laughs> Where's my bucket or whatever? Yeah. yeah. I don't I, I get has, it. I has a bucket. Yeah. I has a bucket, Walrus. <laughs> oh, no. This will work. This one looks I'm like. I'm a you. big fan. <laughs> <laughs> However, I just don't see it at a baseball game. It just don't seem right. Well, whatever. Whatever you get strange. your email working there, Jeff. Oh, I, 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 I finally <laughs> got the computer fixed. It's just one of those things that was. A week-long aggravation. Oh, and I got to witness all the aggravation. That was a, that was fun. It was a joy. <laughs> oh. News you don't give a shit about. Michael Bay's production company, Platinum Dunes. You're right. Has, <laughs> been, <laughs> has been brought in to oversee Paramount's planned relaunch of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles franchise. 
according to Deadline Hollywood. Damn you, Michael Bay! <laughs> with Bay and partners Brad Fuller and Andrew Form expected to start considering writers for the project within the next few weeks. Plans are already in place to have the new movie ready for summer of 2012. Coinciding with the new CGI version series, uh, television series about the characters, cementing them as the new toyetic action franchise of choice of tomorrow's children. Well, it will. There will be a method. Turtles toys. That's true. So there is a there is there's a, a there's a bright side. Silver but lining. They'll they'll all have giant balls and <laughs> flipping fingers, and you press their buttons, and they'll talk ghetto trash. So f them in the a. No, there'll be there'll be no dialogue in the movie. It'll be all CG action effects. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, please. Yeah. <laughs> Ninja, please. Ninja Turtle, please. <laughs> oh, my God. News you don't give a shit about. Yes. E! Online is reporting that a, quote, reliable insider at ABC has revealed that the network is discussing rebooting Abrams' alias. Yeah, I heard about this. Spy series with an all-new cast mm-hmm. that would borrow, quote, borrow some elements from the original show, but likely jettison <laughs> some of the more complex Rimbaldi mythology that overwhelmed the series in the later seasons. So, yeah, maybe more alias, new alias... Coming your way. Yep. Never got into Alias. Never seen an episode. It's a little quick for a reboot, Same. don't you think? Ah, but, pff, dude, whatever. I was going to say, it hasn't been on Life's going now, so right? fast now. That's right. The older I get, the faster stuff goes. And our ridiculous. attention spans. Most people have forgotten Alias exists. <laughs> Pretty who? much. Alias? Yeah. What? Who? Jennifer who? What? Sydney Bristow. What about? What? Bristow's That's what? the name Bristow? of the character. Yeah, no, it is. Okay. News don't give a shit about. By definition... Headbangers might not be the most cautious and health-conscious of crowds. And the British Medical Journal has outlined a set of precautions that it recommends they take to tamp down on the head, neck, and brain injury risks associated with rocking out. According to their recommendations, that metalheads keep their heads safe from high-speed banging and tempo changes by adopting, quote, personal protective equipment such as neck braces to limit range of motion. And also by dropping heavy metal entirely in favor of easy listening music like Michael Bolton's Celine Dion, Enya, and Richard Claterman. So I guess we're a fan of gun- self-inflicted gunshot wounds and uh, <laughs> rope burns on necks. Yes, apparently. Who can say why my hand hurts? <laughs> What's my neck done over time? And why is my head such a painful mess? And I shit my mouth. Rock on. <laughs> Is this your headbanger in pain rock opera? You want to right here? It's my Enya rock. En- <laughs> the the Enya opera. I would love to hear Paul rocking some easy listening in his car at full blast, like he listens to his other music. <laughs> That'd be uh, I listen to my music very loudly, and it's usually very knocking out that Keylar go at level eleven. Here's looking like at you, kid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, occasionally I do do that. I play the Sundays just as loud as I play any of my other music if I'm listening to them. So once in a while, people will drive by and they're like, Point wow. Taken, sir. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Harriet Wheeler. Is that her name? Harriet Wheeler? I don't know her name. I think her name's Harriet Wheeler. Sundays, everybody. If you don't know the Sundays, check it out. Yesterday. Awesome. Is that a little souvenir? Or is that uh, Happy Mondays? No, that, you had a Sundays? Caution right. to our listeners. I, I always scoot those around. Music that Paul likes may not be music that you like. Uh, 
everybody likes the Sundays unless they are. I'm just saying. I like in general. Sunday. In general, music that you like is not what other people like. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I can't really speak much on that either. <laughs> Yeah, but you have. You I'm have the one that referenced Bertie taste. Higgins just now. All right. You have pretty eclectic tastes, though. Man, I like that's Wild a word for it. Must be theater guys. Yeah, it must yes, be the theater is. guy. It, it is, is theater. really. Oh the god. Theater makes you like all kinds of music. Yeah, it does. Easy rock. News you don't Ooh. give a shit about. Yeah. A long in development remake of the 1976 sci-fi classic Logan's Run is back on track. With the addition of a new director for the project, according to Hollywood Reporter. Carl Rinch is the name now attached to direct the movie, which is being produced by Joel Silver. If uh, Rinch's name sounds familiar, that's because he was at one time a candidate to direct the upcoming Alien prequel until Ridley Scott decided to make the picture himself. Rinch is one of the hottest directors of commercials around and has been wanting to make the jump into feature films for a while. So yeah, not the commercial renew, director. I was gonna renew. say, didn't they didn't they see the, the original movie? They say right in the original movie there is no renewal. I was gonna say yeah, renew, renew. For those that don't know Logan's Run, which is probably quite a few of you, it's based on the book by William F. Nolan. George Clayton Johnson takes place in a future society where everyone must die. Logan's Run is a great movie. At the age of thirty, yeah, it's not I bad. really enjoy it. I can't it's really say about movie. the TV series, the short-lived TV oh. series, because I never I saw it. About the TV I, 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 series, I'm, I'm aware Run. of its existence. I have not seen enough to to give it a, a yay or a nay. But uh, I'd yeah, say nay is pretty. Logan's funny. Logan's Run, the movie. I mean, it's really dated now. Oh yeah, it is, but, but it's awesome. But it's dated. it's fun. That's true. It, it is, is really super seventies. Yeah, it's outrageously dated. It's like, oh, okay, that's how life was. Yeah, Logan, a Sandman, whose job <laughs> it is to execute those runners who do not voluntarily turn themselves in on their thirtieth birthdays, but Logan himself goes on the run in search of a mythical hideaway called Sanctuary. I love it how how he's all surprised. Surprise. You know, like in the movies, oh. I'm like, oh shit, I'm 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, my calendar was I've broken. I've spent my whole life yeah, chasing wh- people down, and now I have to yeah. chase myself. Oh, now I see how it feels. Oh, boy, I didn't think about this at all. Oh, man. You know, I, I, oh. I, love, him, alert. I love in Free Enterprise, where he's having the Logan's Run dream, yeah. and his buddy's out to kill him, and he's like, you and I are the only ones that even remember Logan's Run. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So true. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. If you people haven't seen Free Enterprise, go buy the DVD. Pretty funny flick. Yeah, it's a loaded DVD. It's fun. It's a good time if you're into Star Trek or geekdom in general at all. And the guy I know that, people that are like that right. in the movie. And the guy that directed it is now in charge of a lot of those special features you enjoy on your DVDs and Blu-rays. That's so true. support that man. Yep. yep. And go see him at every Comic Con every year. <laughs> in every panel, yes. he can get his. He can get on. Oh, Both of those yes. guys are on like a bunch of panels. In fact, I believe they are cloned, spliced, so they can be in multiple panels at once. But that's it for the news you don't give a shit about. Yay. So that leaves Week and Geek. All right. Real get stuff. on it. Here's the big news this week. Guillermo del Toro yes. announced he is no longer directing the two movies based on J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit, but will continue to co-write the screenplays. Out of the respect to the legions of loyal fans, both Guillermo and Peter Jackson wanted to break the news on TheOneRing.net first. In light of ongoing delays, quote, in the setting of starting the date of the film The Hobbit, I am faced with the harshest decision of my life, says Guillermo. After nearly two years of living, breathing, and designing a world as rich as Tolkien's Middle Earth, 
I must, with great regret, take leave from the helming these wonderful pictures. The blessings have been plenty, but the mounting pressures of conflicting schedules have overwhelmed the time slot originally allocated for the project. Both as co-writer and as director, I wish the production nothing but the very best of luck. Well, I think the only way it can work now is if Jackson takes it over. And that's what yeah, they're talking about that's now. Rumored is that, that he's someone's throwing to... blood in the water. You should do it. I, I agree. Uh, that, uh, well, they've been working together, I mean, right? They've yeah, certainly, yes. certainly. Oh, yeah. They've, yeah. Been, they've been working together the whole time. Yeah, he should take it. He should take it. He'll be, that'll be good. Then it'll be a whole five-movie thing. Yeah, I agree. Yep. I would really like to see him at the helm. And, and I'm sad to lose Guillermo because he would have been great for that mm-hmm. movie. Well, but we're going oh, yeah. to get touches of his flair in there. That's from true. Because there's really some disturbing kind of imagery in those, in those oh, yeah. books that, you know... He's got a lot of practice oh, with. I can't wait to see the War of the Five Armies. They're saying. Yeah. I want to see Bilbo's Baggins. <laughs> you have dreams, don't you? Shriveled Bilbo oh, Baggins. Oh, Lord, here it is. The Legend of Bilbo Baggins. Oh, great. <laughs> so so you have to find that sound clip. <laughs> I've already used that sound clip. I just How listened, many times can I use I just it? listened to Spock versus Q the other day. Bilbo Baggins. And uh, I was there when they recorded that in Kansas City. Yeah, it was so silly, and uh, they were talking about how, uh, uh, you know, Nimoy. It's such a man that that fucking thing is such a trek inside joke fiesta. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like you know, uh, he's talking to Q, and he's like, or Q says something like, "You sing," and no, Nimoy's no. like, Nimoy's like, "There has been some contention on that matter." Blah blah blah. Yeah. Ah <laughs> uh-huh. ha. <laughs> oh, Q. Tommy Lee Jones has been hired for the Captain America movie. Really? Supposedly the general who oversees the super soldier program in the 40s that turns Steve Rogers into the Cap. Here's my fear. Here's your fear. They're going to turn him into the Red Skull. No. No? That's no. already been... Because uh, that's... Uh, who's Red Skull? Uh, that's they, already been cast. The uh, guy from The Matrix that played... Uh, Mr. Anderson. Really? He's yeah. Red Skull? Uh, yeah. God, what is Hugo his name? Weaving? Hugo, Hugo Weaving, Weaving is Red Skull? Yes. Hugo Weaving is Red Skull. Kick ass. That guy's yeah. in everything. Yeah, he is. But you know what? That's because he's so good. I guess. In everything. I think it's a fine choice in casting. He's been great in crappy movies. So. Yeah, he's good. He's good. So, yeah, so no worries about the skull on Jones. All right, then. Kick ass. See? Winner. Winner, yeah, winner. Chicken dinner. The next Men in Black movie, too. Tommy Lee and, and Will Smith. Both. Yep, both. That's money factory right there. You know it. Ugh. Ugh. That second movie. Barf farts. You were watching the second movie earlier tonight. It was on. I don't remember yeah, any of it. No, because it's barf it's farts. Not, it's not the greatest film in the world. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, it's got no Linda Fiorentino, yeah. which was the whole promise of the first film. Right. It left me with balls so blue I could have been, been a smurf in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Done with it. <laughs> Give she, yourself a copy of Jade. Wasn't she also in uh, the business? Dogma was that her? Yes. Yep. Yeah. She just she just kind of leaves stuff behind, doesn't she? Yeah, man. She, she hates just, on things. Yeah. She hates being famous. Wow. She hates being sexy and famous. She's weird. Yeah. But that makes her uber hot. I'm gonna say she hasn't been around for quite a while. I don't know yeah, what well, she's been up to. I'll probably raising chickens. <laughs> I call your mom chickens when I'm in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> not to con- not content just to investigate Apple for its developer policy and for its ad platform, the Department of Justice is reportedly launching its third probe into Apple's affairs this month. 
this time investigating Apple's dominance in the online music business and whether Apple has used strong-arm tactics to defend and maintain it. iTunes is the only game in town in online music, but it's by far the biggest. And with a 69% market share, and according to complaints, it used its dominance to muscle poor little Amazon.com with its 8% market share out of access to new music. Oh, poor Amazon. Oh. Poor Steve Bezos. Yeah. The New York Times reports people briefed on the inquiries also said investigators had asked in particular about recent allegations that Apple used its dominant market position to persuade music labels to refuse to give the online retailer Amazon.com exclusive access to music about to be released. In March, Billboard magazine reported that Amazon was asking music labels to give it the exclusive right to sell certain forthcoming songs for one day before they went on to sell more widely. In exchange... Amazon promised to include those songs in a promotion called, quote, the MP3 Daily Deal on its website. The magazine reported that representative of Apple's iTunes music service were asking the labels not to participate in Amazon's promotion, adding that Apple punished those that did by withdrawing marketing support for their songs on iTunes. So, yeah, so now it's getting investigated for Okay, that. well, yeah, you can't yeah, be doing that. Yeah, there's a lot of little things, supposedly, that have led to these investigations, so. So that's the new thing. Well, good. Oh, Microsoft and Apple have finally switched places. Yeah. It, that's yeah, what, that's what, there, was a, there was a Daily Show bit that uh, Jon Stewart did the other day that's pretty much like, he's like, you were always so up against the man, and, and, and now you are the man. <laughs> True. It was. It was. It's. A, I'm not doing the bit justice, but it was. It was pretty awesome. That's our John Stewart. Mm-hmm. Then there's Phil Kent, chairman and CEO of Time Warner Turner's Networks Unit, showed a slide with some of the Cartoon Network's original programming Thursday at uh, Time Warner's Investor Day. It included the title Green Lantern: The Animated Series. Really. Warner Brothers chairman and CEO Barry Meyer later in the day mentioned that this is an example of increasing collaboration and coordination between his unit and Turner. He said the cartoon show is based on the DC Comics character and Warner's Green Lantern movie. Scheduled for June 17, 2011 to release, the TV series is expected to launch as soon as fall 2011. Wow. So, yeah. So there it comes. Green cool. Lantern animated. Bound to happen. If it can be half as good as the, the Superman or the Batman animated, I'd say kudos. I, I can only hope so much. But not, not the, the new, not new the, Batman. No, no. I'm talking <laughs> what? about like Wait, the, wait, wait. Brave and the Bold? Brave and the Bold's okay. I it's love Brave and the Bold. Brave and the Bold is more like not TV the Batman. series. Batman. The Batman was not very good. The Batman the was Batman. awful. I hear that's horrible. It's, it's, I don't, it's terrible. Not, it's not good. <laughs> but Brave and the Bold is great. Brave and the Bold is very, it. it's very tongue-in-cheek. It's totally it's very, camped out. Yeah, yeah, it's very campy. Dietrich Bader's doing it. It's funny. It's got, it's, yeah, it's good. It's got enough of, of a really cool style of its own that I like it. And Aquaman in that thing is fucking hilarious. Whoa. Is he really? Yes. Wow, Aquaman getting good, Aquaman is fucking funny. About time. He's so that, funny. That man gets no respect. He's so funny in that, in that show. That Aquaman gets no respect. Well, it seems Mark Hamill gets respect. Yes, he does. But it took some convincing to have him sign on for Batman Arkham Asylum sequel. Mm-hmm. Quote, my answer to developers Rocksteady was, for the sequel, was guys were never going to be able to top the original. It was so claustrophobic. There were so many abilities, like the stealth mode and all those things you can do with the new technology. I wanted to be able to say I'd gone out on a high note. So what changed his mind? Quote, I got on the phone with Rocksteady, and they reassured me... 
and told me what they were going to do with the sequel, but I am sworn to secrecy. <laughs> Nevertheless. A.K.A. Cash hat. Cha-ching. Yeah. <laughs> money hat. No, money suit. Yeah, I think. <laughs> they made me a suit out of money. Three-piece money suit. Well, there's plenty to be gauged from his final remarks, certainly about the fate of the Joker in this second part. Quote, This will be my last. There's no question about that. But it's the last hurrah. He's putting down the Joker man for good after Arkham Asylum 2. Aww. So, Whatever. Until a bigger page. And, and, until, yeah. until, until they do another Batman animated movie and the they're Spock! like... Spock! <laughs> the Kirk! <laughs> 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 Yeah, I was. Yeah, exactly. Like he, like he wouldn't jump in another animated. Foolish not to. Depends if his car breaks down. Oh yeah. boy, he's fine. He's got. He's Luke fucking Skywalker. Yeah. He's all right. He'll be fine. He's all right. Although he didn't. I guess those guys didn't get the huge cut like Lucas gets. No, but no, he makes not. he makes bank going out and doing appearances. Sure. And, oh sure. And, yeah. And autograph signings. Yeah. And wouldn't wouldn't it be fine to have that ultimate genre role? That well, I don't have to do anything more, but. Show up, yeah. Now get paid to be me. Well, and 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 you know at those signings, he can just look at people and levitate their wallets out of their pockets but, with the force. He pretty much does. You know, take all. Their That's money. how he got that get comic book movie. Made. What happened to my wallet? My wallet is empty. You gave me all your money because you love me. I gave <laughs> you, you all, your, all money your money because I, love I think you. I'm going to give you all my money. Exactly. <laughs> no Iron Man for two years. Nope. During a radio interview, director Jean Favreau said that Iron Man 2 is the last we will see of Tony Stark until Joss Whedon's Avengers, Avengers film in 2012, which means, obviously, that he we'll won't, never see him be, again. won't be making appearances in either Thor or Captain America. Well, well, or Captain yeah. America, obviously. It's all moot. 2012, so, we're all done. So, so that's it. Line no more calendar, Iron Man clicks, for any of you. Whatever. Ever. So ever. Never. Never anyway. So whatever. Yeah. God. All these people planning stuff for 2012. Whatever. See Have fun. Big, to see that big uh, sinkhole that opened up in Guatemala? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Like, stuff is done. Stuff is done. Streets is real. Streets is real. Those streets are gone Streets is gone. That thing is amazing. <laughs> it it like, looks like a special effect. It it's really so does. round. How did it get so round? Sandworms. <laughs> I guess, does man. Look, does it look like a plant doing in Guatemala? Have you seen it? Did you it's, see it? It's creepy. Yeah, it looks like somebody photoshopped it. It's, it's nuts. It's it too perfect. You haven't seen it? Oh, you'll flip. Yeah. Dave, you're going to lose your mind. It's crazy. I lost my mind a while ago. Well, you, you won't find it in the bottom of this sinkhole. Trust I remember me. when. I remember when I lost my mind. CeeLo is in the building. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have a special guest today. CeeLo. <laughs> What's up, CeeLo? Trying to bring the mouse with you. <laughs> <laughs> CeeLo, you've lost weight and yeah. got very white. <laughs> yeah, grew a little facial hair. <laughs> little facial hair, yeah. yeah. Well, you grew lots of hair, actually. CeeLo, you sound hair. just like Jeff now. Weird. <laughs> it's bizarre, isn't it? It is. Oh, I didn't know CeeLo did voices. Oh, well. He does a Jeff perfect. CeeLo is a downright parrot. According to three new additions to the Holy schedule. Shit. Yeah, huh? Yeah, you see that picture? Yeah, <laughs> it changes right your mind, huh? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's all right. Uh, announcing three new additions to the schedule. I didn't know. I, I, I probably should have put this in the news. Don't give a shit about column. Oh, really? What? Maybe. We'll, yeah, I'll let you decide it. it. Okay. The Seafy Channel yep. has picked up the show's Face Off, 
which sounds kind of neat. It's a basically a head-to-head special effects makeup duel. Fine. Oh. All right. Okay. And Paranormal Witness, yeah. which is a first-person recollection and reenactment of close encounters with the paranormal. Uh, and that's okay, kind of iffy. Maybe. But it's the last I'll, show. Uh, <laughs> Of the new trio that's got people talking. Marcel's Quantum Kitchen will basically be a play-by-play, behind-the-scenes cooking documentary about molecular gastronomist... Gastromat- yeah, gastronomist? That, that's the one. Marcel Vignarian. Coming up with new and crazy scientifically modified dishes. Yes, it's a whole lot of science at play, but surely he has to say something about the state of TV financing... Sci-fi's ratings, and that sci-fi is leaping into the food show market. Thank you, NBC Universal. Oh, on a related note, you talked about the the ghost paranormal crap. Yeah, I saw in Prim, Nevada, the van, the Ghost Hunters Academy van. Oh, oh was it oh. there? Parked in front of Whiskey Pete's, <laughs> yeah, no. Hotel Casino. In Prim, Nevada. So that's Did you see shoot? this? Uh, I saw this. I wish I could have taken. All right, a maybe I'll, oh. maybe I will watch the Academy just so I can catch that episode. I'll probably. I mean, I'll watch it probably. That's I had to fast forward through half of it. Perfect. So lame. Hotel for that shit. So <laughs> bad. We're gonna find the ghost of Bonnie and Clyde in that car. Tango and Steve. That's across so the street. That's a that's whiskey Pete's. Are they worse than Tango I and Cash? It was in, uh, yes. Bill. They're way worse than Tango Cash. No, no, the car, last I knew it was in Whiskey Pete's. But, uh, but yeah, Holy they're shikes. all the same thing. But I think there was a murder in Whiskey Pete's or something like that, so that's rife for stupid shit like that. <laughs> 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 it's true. Well, during today's Time Warner Investor Day, and mentioned earlier on this podcast, yes. Warner Brothers head Mahancho Barry Meyer mentioned how big the role DC Comics stable in superheroes will play once the Harry Potter franchise comes to the end in 2011. Uh-huh. Now, we're aware that Nolan's third Batman flick and the upcoming Superman reboot, uh, but Meyer said the studio's also close to greenlighting the Flash movie. And All if right. that wasn't enough, an Aquaman movie, Wonder, Ma- Wonder Woman movie, and a movie featuring Mad Magazine characters are in development. Possibly Spy vs. Spy. Of course it's going to be Spy yeah. vs. Spy. Because what other mad character are you going to do a movie? And they're not going to do an Alfred E. Newman movie. Yeah, maybe. No they, they really shouldn't. Alfred E. Newman biopic? They, no. It's a bad idea. Sergio Argona's critters running around? Bounce to do the Gru movie, but they better do it animated. <laughs> hey, anybody out there? Free dinosaur. Free dinosaur. Free toy inside. Free toy inside. <laughs> the 20-foot-tall, 30-foot-wide brontosaurus statue outside of Europe's Danier Orgoff National Showcave Center for Wales is sadly unwanted in its current spot. So much so, the park is giving it away for free. For free! That's right. Anyone who's willing to carry off this baby can take him free of charge. So there you go. Free brontosaurus, 20 foot tall, 30 feet wide. Just up, go to Wales. Go to Denmark? Apply in person. No, it's it's in Wales, so it's uh, it's in England. Well, maybe we'll he'll, Barry will bring that back from his wiener tour. He'll bring back a dinosaur <laughs> wiener. Wouldn't that be hilarious if Barry brought back a dinosaur? Yeah, I got, I got awesome. like 40 crates coming in. Uh, Guys, I got all packed ship. up. Oh, oh. I packed it all with my hair. Oh, oh. 
Oh, dude, shut up. That's oh. bigger than his house. Oh, oh, I pack it up. Oh, he oh, put it oh. in his backyard. He's put it on my house. Backyard. I put it on my house. Who cares? Oh, oh. I sleep in it. I sleep in the dinosaur. Like Pee Wee did. Shut up. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, that's funny. Oh. Oh, I bought a dinosaur. I got a freaking dinosaur in my house. Oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> This is not even like Oh, it's got a toe. It's got a door on its toe. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. That's where you go in. You go inside. The, you go inside the door. Oh, inside the heel. Oh, what toe is that supposed whatever. to be? Oh. Barry. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's I know. Barry. Wait, Barry, Barry Levinson? No. <laughs> Barry Rob. That's my Barry Rob impression. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, your mom's a whore. Oh. My free whore. Oh, get him a dinosaur whore. Oh, oh, I live in a house. Oh, 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 oh. I got big long hair. <laughs> a Japanese government panel has produced a draft paper outlining how humanoid rover robots will begin surveying the moon by 2015. Uh oh. Yeah, they're gonna make like a whole base or something, right? Here we go. The 2.2 billion dollar project. The war has begun. The droids will begin construction (laughs) of an unmanned base near the south pole of the moon that will be powered by solar panels, according to the panel chaired by Waseda University president. The robots weigh 660 pounds, will be solar powered, are autonomous, have arms, and oh yeah, they look remarkably like prototypes of the HK tank from the Terminator. (laughs) Judgment Day has once again been rescheduled for a later time. (laughs) Hey, speaking of which, I don't know if you have this in the news or not. I think I might. This is a connected thing. Are you going in right to some more Cameron information? Cameron? No, no, give it to me. Well, the word on the street is that... Because the oil spill is going to shit, yeah. they've turned to Cameron for his underwater knowledge. So he might actually be taking a rover down there. He said that this is real stuff. He said it's yeah. real at this point. Yeah, I mean, I, I know he's he, he's dove. It's uh, very the, real uh, at this point. Titanic and I was like, so we're gonna have Cameron patching up the hole. And then Costner cleaning up the water. Ridiculous. <laughs> Kills me. Those damn left wing. Yeah, exactly. Huh? Uh-huh. Hollywood elites. Yep. Yep. That'd be so great if that worked out like that. Oh, so that great. Would be wonderful. So great. Although I haven't heard anything about the whole Costner plan since uh, we mentioned it last. Uh, I know that they were like supposed to deliver several different models that he had had built. And that Apparently, was... it's dead in the water. No. Ah! Oh, stupid joke. Shut Oh, oh, my hair. Oh. <laughs> they, they had a meaning, but they didn't realize it was related to Kevin Costner until they gave up. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> oof, I live in a dinosaur. My girlfriend's name Deb. Oh. Oof, oof. Oh, I live in a dinosaur. Oh. Oh, what up? Shut up. Oh. Oh, where's my hair? Oh. A new movie in the Terminator <laughs> series. Which what? last came in the screen in 2009. Oh. But Terminator Salvation may be one step closer to happening. Fart um. noise. According to Variety, the current owners of the rights of the franchise, fart. a hedge fund called Pacificor <laughs> LLC, announced that it has hired the Hollywood talent agency William Morris Endeavor to help sell the rights Ooh. to a studio or production company. Well, hedge your bets, hedge fund. Yeah, the fund picked up uh, the Terminator rights for $29.5 million in auction from Halicon. It went bankrupt, and Halicon bought it for $30 million. So, yeah. So what now a they're steal. Sell- So now they're selling it to whatever studio wants to. Gotcha. Just th- the rights to make the movie. Ugh. Ladies and gentlemen, 
if you want to know how to kill a franchise, take a look at Terminator 3 and Terminator Salvation. No, Terminator 3 was okay. It was, oh, yeah, you're right. It was okay. Because it, it, it still had Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger in it. It had Arnold in it. But, it was pretty you know, good. It, like, well, it, took, like, it took the whole established storyline of the first two films and said, no, nah, all of that was wrong. It got a little wonky. It got a little wonky. Well, but let me uh, put this forward then. By the time this happens, uh, he will no longer be governor. He would be open to a possible film. Sure, maybe. I mean, it's all about time. It's never going to be. Have you seen though. people after their political careers? Yeah. How much they go to shit? Yeah, he's going to be like 40 years older than he looked. Now, F it. I don't care. Terminator's done. I'm done with Terminator. I've got those first three. I enjoy those movies. That's it. Well, at least take a hope that Mick G will probably have nothing to do with this next one. Good God. Ugh, that was so See, terrible. Wasn't hedge funds part of the reason why we're in this economic shit or that we're Well, it makes yeah. sense they would have this as their property. Yeah, hedge funds. Yep. Wonderful. Because they know the future. <clears throat> yes. And it is... Terminated. Yes. It's Terminated. The national death crisis is terminated. I'm happy to say, oh, live in dinosaur. Oh, <laughs> and the future is Skynet. Oh, future oh, Skynet. Is stupid, Skynet. Stupid name for a thing. Oh, it sounds like a plane with a wing. Oh, <laughs> like a bird catching plane. Oh, Skynet bird catching plane. Louisiana plane. Senate has passed Senate Bill 151 by Senator Robert Adley. This new law requires there be a minimum sentence of 10 years for any terrorist act committed with the aid of an online map. It also mandates that one year be added to the sentence of any burglar who used such a map in the planning of a crime. Adley's bill defines a virtual street-level map as one that is available on the Internet and can generate the location or picture of a home or building by entering the address of the structure or an individual's name on a website. So, yeah. I'm down burg- with that, sure. If you, so if you burglarize the home, make sure you use a paper street map and save yourself a year. There you yeah, go. Go to your local library. <laughs> so, yeah. God. Oh, man, my planned invasion of D.C. by using Fallout 3. Oh, man. <laughs> the sentence just got increased on it. <laughs> Lord. Tell you, man. Well, there is a, a deadly phone number out there. The international phone number 0888-888-888. Is a cell phone number that will forever live in infamy in Bulgaria. It's been permanently suspended by cell carrier Mobitel after all three of the people who have had it in the last ten years have died untimely deaths. <laughs> what? <laughs> its first owner was actually a former CEO of Mobitel. He died of cancer at the age of 48, and it was rumored that one of his business rivals poisoned him with radiation. Well, clearly... Was the cell phone number that caused the po- radiation poisoning? Was he a Russian spy? A former Russian what spy? What is up with those dudes and their radiation poisoning each other? That's some crazy shit. That's a hard way to go. Pretty damn man. effective. That's, That's a hard way to go. Well, its second and third owners were a mafia boss and a drug kingpin, respectively, both whom... Well, those are usually very safe and secure professions. We're gunned down. <laughs> Untimely death is a rarity, so I can see why they think that the phone number... Yeah. That phone number sounds like a Vegas lawyer. (laughs) So if you call the number now, you'll get a message saying that the phone is, quote, outside network coverage. I heard that the the next guy in line for it Uh was a professional knife eater. (laughs) And the one after that (laughs) is a suicide king. The one after that is Elizabeth Taylor. There you go, see? (laughs) (laughs) Ridiculous. And she'll live forever with that phone number. No, that might be just 
the tipping oh, point. Yeah, that's, I mean, the, the thing that puts her over the edge. I love, I love when people in high risk professions, when they actually die and people are all shocked. It's like, duh. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty silly. Now, ironically, the he was so young, jumping number, over a giant gorge. <laughs> the number eight is considered a lucky number in many Asian countries. In fact, yeah. In 2003, a Chinese airline spent $280,000 to buy an all-eight number as their phone number in an auction. Hey, wow. too much of a good thing, yo. Yeah. It's that zero at the top. That's what does it. Screws the pooch. <laughs> Puts the hoo-ha on it. Gives it the wookie-jew. Puts the hoo-ha and the hoo-ha. That, yeah. that first eight gets circumcised. That's right. It's cut short. <laughs> Yet more fallout from Google's Chinese security breach earlier this year. According to the Financial Times, Google is phasing out all support for all versions of Microsoft Windows operating system, calling the change a security effort. According to the report, since the attacks on Google by Chinese hackers in January, new Google employees have been given a choice between OS X and Linux. Quote, Linux is open source and we feel good about it, said one employee. Microsoft we don't feel so good about. Employees wanting to stay on Windows required clearance from quite senior levels, one employee said. Getting a new Windows machine now, it requires CIO approval, said another employee. <laughs> so if you're going to work for Google, uh, you better learn another operating system besides Windows, because no more. 86 Windows. I'm actually kind of surprised by that. Well... It's not safe because it's the world's foremost dominant, operating yeah. system. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I hate when Apple makes that, that is like, it's a much safer operating system than no the one PC. Uses it. It's like, because well, you have a 14% share. It's because, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, what is it, 67% of the world uses Windows right. as its operating system, something like that. Oh. So if somebody's going to write a virus for a program, what are they probably going to write it on and for? Right. Hello. The cleanest toilet is never used. I mean, I really like Linux. I, I, I think Linux is a really good operating system, but my computers that I own are both Windows-based machines because that's what I need to run the program. Oh, Linux is stupid. Oh, oh, put Linux in a dinosaur. Oh, where's my hair? Oh, I hate it. Oh, open source. Open source my balls. Oh. <laughs> open source my balls? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, There's your t-shirt, Paul. <laughs> I got some open source for you. <laughs> open source. Oh. Open source. Oh, I meant open source. Oh, boom. <laughs> Oops. Oh, no. Oh, where's my staff? Oh, get the dinosaur. Oh, fire. Oh. Virgin Gaming may not be ready for... Like, it's not ready for my balls. Oh, because it's virgin. Oh, I'm going to do it. Oh, oh. Virgin Gaming may not be ready to officially reveal its operations until E3, but a bit of sleuthing has shown that at least part of it, its business is likely will be online tournaments for popular games. Dun, 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 dun. With cash prizes. Cash award? Major award! Max Console found that the VirginGaming.com domain is administered by Entertainment Tech, the same company that, uses, that runs WorldGaming.com, a site that allows members to compete in PS3 and Xbox 360 games for money. In addition, a call to My. Max Console to Entertainment Tech's Toronto office reportedly was met by a Welcome to Virgin Gaming greeting. Even more conclusive is the page on the Virgin site for a Mod Nation Racers online tournament for Canadian gamers held in coordination with GameStop and EB Games Canadian branches. When contacted by Joystick, Virgin declined to comment on its business as it relates to game tournaments. La-dee-da. Oh, and someone else out there is 
trying their hand at making Necromancer by William Gibson into a movie again. Just really? Yeah. Whatever. So balls. That'll happen. Yeah. It'll go the way of Watchmen. That movie will never get made. <laughs> Which can only mean this is big list time. Da-da-da. It's big list. Well, it we just you know it's Tuesday. We just passed Memorial Day. We did. So mm-hmm. I, I flying color. I figured the best best way to do the big list this week would be uh, sci-fi soldiers. We should all salute for Memorial Day. All right. All right. So yeah, that, that, that works. You know, Memorial Day is coming gone. Thought sure. the right time to salute these soldiers who fought so hard for the betterment of the sci-fi universe. Okay. Now note. We're specifically honoring those who served in an organized military rather than mercenaries or a ragtag group of rebels or... So no Army of Two stuff or... Or a dad and his robot and gay son from the future. Is, <laughs> All right. I got to put in my vote for Johnny Rico. Dance. Johnny Rico. <laughs> Johnny Rico gets my vote. Johnny Rico gets your vote from uh, the... Uh, Starship Star Star Troopers. Troopers, yeah. Troopers, yeah. Yep. Right. Anybody else thrown in for... Uh, their, their is it uh, sci-fi military just, service? Is it just video games? Or no, it's sci-fi. Any, oh, any sci-fi movie. military. Oh, movies, oh, mostly movie. movies, TV oh, shows. Oh, I got a good one. I got you. All right, um, so go ahead and throw in your throw in your Kurt catch. Russell Soldier. There you go. Oh, look yeah. at that. Yeah, that's a, a good one. Fantastic movie. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Any anyone for you, any, sir? Any, nothing, any nothing sci-fi soldier? Honest. You're uh, nothing. Nothing no? really pops right now. Nothing really stands out. Mine's Barbarella. Barbarella. I'm just yeah. Just was she word. really part of an organized military? I think she was. She was sent by the Earth thing to oh, go okay. to the thing with the yep. with the biting babies and to make fun to the, make love to the hairy man. Yes, and the angel, and Matlas. Buck Rogers, maybe. And the orgasmatron. Bitty, bitty, bitty. Buck Rogers. <laughs> All right. Suck it, bucket. First one. First one honored. Warrant Officer Ellen Ripley. Okay. Of the yeah. Alien series. Maybe no better way to kick off this list than with the ultimate kick-ass silver-screened femme. Ripley shoots aliens, save children, stops face huggers faster than onion breath. Cryogenic stasis and cloning means she's always ready for more alien killing, no matter what century it is. Yeah. Hot. Next one, Commander Adama from Battlestar Galactica. Is that Ooh. am I saying that right? Ad- my ship. Adama. Adama. Yes. Now you can Said it right. You can pick between the original Adama and Adama's the uh, Edward the right James one. Almost version. Yes, and that's, that's okay. The one. Yeah, they're both acceptable. Both kept Battlestar Galactica alive when all green. other ships perished tell you at the hands of Cylons. Purina. <laughs> Tonight's special guest, Lauren Green. And of course, a special side note goes to Starbuck, one of the most battle-hardened soldiers of all time. Battle-hardened me. Next that's one up, sure. uh, Lieutenant Rick Hunter. Rick Hunter really? of the Robotech series. Yeah. Originally a civilian circus pilot, Rick Hunter blossoms into an adept military force, rescuing ladies and blasting up invading squadrons are the rungs of the ladder. Hunter climbs to become one of the greatest Earth warriors, saving the planet from alien onslaught. In fact, Hunter fights so many invading alien robot pilots that it's amazing Daft Punk never did a song about it. Well... It's because Min May wrote all the good songs about him before she nah. didn't get a chance to. <laughs> Commanders, Min-Mai. oh, go ahead. What was that? Min May. Oh, I I don't know Min May. Uh, Robotech. Ah, see, yeah. I'm, I'm lost. I only know the first series. Yeah, me too. Commanders Jeffrey Sinclair and John Sheridan of Babylon Five. Yeah, yeah, good ones. No, Paul gives it the face. What? What's that? I just haven't watched it. Oh, okay. I need to watch it. I know it's good. Wait, 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 wait. What? Babylon 5 is, is almost 20 years old at this point, and you haven't watched it? 
No, I haven't seen Babylon 5 yet. I will eventually. I will eventually. I mean, your I mean, your boat series man. is available. I'll see it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it one of these days. I've never seen it, but you can borrow mine. Well, there I will. You go. T- I will see? tell you this, Paul. It's not the greatest effects driven. I know, TV but that's show, okay. I don't but care. But the writing is tip top. That's all I'm. And the acting is right? tip top. It's yeah, it is. That's why I want to watch it. Huh? I will. Because like all the graphics were done like on a video toaster back in the day. It's fine. So, I don't care. That's, I mean, yeah. The, the I writing, love The Last Starfighter. F it. Yeah. That writing, shit looks good to me still. Yeah, the writing and the acting is is what will keep you watching it. Death Except awesome. maybe the final season, which was a little... Yeah. Wonka-doo. But, they, well, they had to wrap up the series. Yeah, and, shit never works out at the end. Go ahead. Colonel Jack O'Neill of Stargate SG-1. Yeah. On the subject of incredible actors who have played sci-fi military heroes, Jack O'Neill was played by both Kurt Russell and Richard Dean Anderson. As a Air Force colonel, Jack O'Neill has never trained in leaping across galaxies using the Stargate, but when it came time to stop the aliens, mentally absorb a bunch of ancient knowledge, or get frozen, Jack O'Neill was never shy. Jack O'Neill. Plus, he never tried to pull pranks by sticking stuff halfway into the Stargate, which must have taken incredible willpower. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good character. Really good character. Well, then you have Lieutenant Colonel John Shepard of Stargate Atlantis. Stargate Atlantis, yeah. Ask not what your country can do was brought into ask not what your galaxy can do. For this noble military space traveler, John Shepard killed the Marilyn Manson-esque Wraith Keeper, awakening a bunch of ghoulish baddies who went straight for him. (laughs) The Wraith Keeper. The Wraith Keeper. Shepard is more of a brains over bronze soldier, kind of like Oliver North, but with brains. (laughs) Then you got War Master Gurney Halleck. Of oh, Dune. Yeah, yeah, Patrick Stewart. Yeah, the Duneverse has so many spectacular super soldiers and ultimate warriors, it's hard to choose just one, but Gurney Halleck stands out as the creme de la creme, able to carve up anyone but just a blade. Halleck established himself as one of the most savage smugglers since Joe Kennedy during Prohibition. Word. The little guy's tale was as War Master, and he played by Captain Picard. So much more do you want? What more do you want from your warrior? He also, he was a rock star in the balance. Captain James T. Kirk. Yes. Yeah, you got to put him in there. Yeah, you yeah. can't, you can't have much, Jim Kirk in you there. You can't not, it, exactly. Because he was the ultimate strategist. He's the king. Next up, there's, there's maybe some contention on this one. Uh, Ranger Richard B. Riddick from the Chronicles of Riddick series. Whatever. Huh? No, no, no. No takers? Really? Didn't see any of so His I name's know. Ranger. He's a ranger. Before a million-credit bounty forced Riddick into a life on the run, he was adept at one of the universe's most dangerous jobs. As a sweeper, his job was to draw deadly spitfires so other sweepers could attack. Nobly, Riddick chose to attempt to escape his former life rather than obey orders to enslave and torture. Just like Short Circuit, if instead of serving drinks and spouting wisecrack, Johnny Five had been programmed to enslave and torture. I watched, I, when did they establish that storyline for him? <laughs> I thought he was just like a I thought he was just a criminal. Yeah, Pitch I thought Black. it was a space <laughs> vampire. What the hell? <laughs> I was going to say, in Pitch Black, he was, you know, he could not see a in very the dark. character. Yeah, it was like Riddick that. Five is alive. Whatever. <laughs> I, don't, I can't watch those movies. They're terrible. They're terrible movies. Oh, butthole sauce. Pitch Black wasn't terrible, but, but Chronicles of Riddick was pretty awful. Boo! There the thumbs. It gets boo from me. Boo hiss. Lieutenant 
Johnny, Dan. Johnny Rico. Yay! Starship Troopers. Rico found his niche destroying the alien, alien bugs. Where some would have been content just to be exterminators, Rico used his natural bug-killing abilities to protect planet Earth. Plus, he's named Johnny Rico. I'm from Buenos Aires, and I say kill them all! <laughs> Making probably the goofiest manly named character not played by Keanu Reeves. He is a retard. That movie is retarded, and he is the re- retarded I, I, I would actually go with Radchek, the, the guy before him. Yeah. Oh, commander. Yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, he was hardcore. Yeah, that, he, he was like, hard-ass. One of his arms oh, yeah. taken off and whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a fun movie. God, what a fun movie. It was a fun movie for a minute. Mm. Oh. oh, come on. It's goofball. It's strange because, like, it th- that movie's so split personality, you know? Because if you read the novels, yeah. they're very... Uh, it's a propaganda kind of piece, right? Well, it is. It's a... It's a what's, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a social critique. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 subterf- Not subterfuge. Allegory? Su- sub... No. It's trying to convince subversive? you of subversive. It's very right. subversive uh, in its, you know, putting out there like, go join the army. Yay. Glorious death awaits you. And that's pretty much it, <laughs> yeah. you know? And, and it's like, it, it's very, it's a very anti-military yeah, it is. piece, mm-hmm. you know? But when you watch that movie, Verhoeven did not really focus enough on the, yeah, there are and, elements of it. And if you look hard, it's there. Yeah. That propaganda aspect is there, but, but it's, but it's not done but it, very, but it makes it feel very, yeah, it's like, let's go. Jingoistic. Yes. It's way too. Yeah. Let's just blow yeah. up some bugs. That's yeah, what it is. That's it. But it's, <laughs> that's why it's so fun. Yeah. The jingoistic attitude got a little bit too much. Props. Find a bug hole. Nuke it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's scared. Its vagina face is frightened. <laughs> yeah, put more stuff in its vagina face. <laughs> Get it. I'm Neil Patrick Harris, and I say stick stuff in that bug. <laughs> it's afraid. It's and a- I'm gay. Exactly. It's afraid I'm gay. That's why I'm poking this vagina bug. That's what I think of all ladies' vajays. They look like this atrocious fag bug to me. Brrf. I'm NPH. Stick it in it. <laughs> it's afraid of my cock. <laughs> Hooray! Yeah, it's scared. Next up, Major Alan Dutch Schaefer from Predator. Yeah, that's right. The Governor <laughs> turns one of his most memorable roles as Major Schaefer. His assignment Just is to make find. Sure you've got more bullets in that gun than you need. His assignment is to find and rescue a stranded cabinet member. However, everyone knows his real task. Box a tricked-out, angry alien. Although he only saves one person, Schaefer proves that superior alien technology is no match for superior human brain power. And if that makes any sense, which it doesn't, anyway, Schaefer fiercely outwits the Predator and makes plenty of room for sequels, landing him spot on the list. (laughs) <laughs> oh, where's my where's my uh, my predator thing here? Oh, there it is. Wait, 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 wait. No, don't, no, no. You, you and your damn soundboard. What else you got on there? No, oh, dude, no, you, don't you get have them no started. Idea. You, you have see no the idea. predator soundboard? I'll, I'll show you Give later. Give it to me. Give it to <laughs> me. It's just all. It's a lot of arms. Don't give it to him. It. He'll on, crash. I'll show it to you. After oh, the yeah. play with it. You will crash the cast. I know you. <laughs> It's got, it's got my favorite one. Get to the chopper! Son of a bitch. Before, <laughs> I, before I lose control of this shit, next up, Sergeant Todd from Soldier. Ah, okay. He actually yeah. made the freaking list. Trained as a soldier since birth. called it. 
Kurt Russell, once again, character spends 40 years utterly slaughtering opponents in times of war. Even when he's supposed to be replaced by technologically superior model, Todd puts up a huge fight against his way better replacement, gouging out an eye. No word on whether Russell practiced for this scene by pitting plums. Lieutenant Commander Sing Luke Skywalker. Ten, ten words. Yep. <laughs> That's right. High rank in the Rebel Alliance, Luke Skywalker is well known throughout the expanded universe, and that's pretty much all I got to say about him. The final one, Agent Brock Sampson, yeah, of the <laughs> Brothers, the most skilled savage he ever is. to serve in the office of secret intelligence. He is. Brock Sampson what symbolizes I? all things manly. I love in episodes when he what just goes I? completely apeshit and kills everything. With a license to kill and <laughs> a chip amazing. on his shoulder, Samson illustrates just how far over the line a good guy can step. Now we're still waiting for those final episodes, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, world, yeah, the world is still eagerly awaiting the animated battle between Samson and Chuck Norris. Uh, <laughs> what was the episode where he's like, oh, did you stop it? No. Oh. I love what he's like. He's like all covered in blood and shit. <laughs> he's like, so good. Quiet. Yeah. That's way. It's so good. And the kids are all like, oh. He's so good. That fucking show is the you best. You really need to watch Season that show, two is Todd. the greatest thing that ever happened in TV ever. It really is. It's perfect. It's a perfect season. And speaking about the best thing, the grass, the best thing to ever happen to show ever. Go wake up, Mom Ra. All right, let's go get Mom Ra. Right, uh, hey, old wrinkly bitch. Oh, here he comes up the steps. Hey, uh, Mom Ra, good to oh, see you again. Oh, my sciatica. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, what does that smell? Oh, gosh. Me or Mom? But it could be the one of us today. <laughs> Did you have Mexican yesterday or something? We both pooped down here. Oh. Didn't get around to cleaning it up. Oh, oh wow. You yeah. should, should really have a bathroom. <laughs> I'm the ever living. You're the ever pooping, I think. I have no need for the toilet. Well, the ever you, pooping. Well, you seem to have your own toilet paper, so you're, you're in good shape. What are you referring to, my ancient wrappings, as toilet paper? Well, I, uh, they, they are not toilet paper. All I'm saying, they must be smooth on the bum. Yes. The feeling is like a thousand massaging fingers. A thousand? I, I, I wouldn't know the difference between that and the hundred, <laughs> yeah, personally. I guess but so. all right, well, Mumra, we got questions. So well, there uh, is a difference. All right, here's the first question, Mumra. Yes. Uh, this is from Mike in Nevada. What is the last film you saw, and how would you rate it? The last movie that I saw was Sex in the City. The first or the second? The one? first one. Oh, what'd you think? I enjoyed it immensely. What, what, what was your favorite part? My favorite part was when the guy turns around and you see his wiener. Mm. That, that, that was your favorite part? It was because Samantha was tested and broken. And I love to see Samantha broken. <laughs> I didn't know you could get movies down in the pit of ultimate evil there. What do you think is on in the pit of ultimate evil? It's Sex in the City 24-7. It is the most evil show ever made. <laughs> well, it makes sense. It makes complete sense. No, no, no Netflix down there? No Netflix. I was watching the movie the other night, 
and I thought someone had videotaped my foot and put it on the screen. Then I realized it was Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> Old horse face herself. Wow. She looks like my foot. Well, there you go, Mike. Uh, Sex in the City, first one. And next up is from... Bro- Who would have thought Big's name was John? <laughs> huh? Really? Surprises worked. Oh, the, all the creativity in naming. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, really? You gotta consider Spoil these nuts! I live to spoil and ruin! <laughs> Makes sense then. He is evil. That's right. Alright, this next one from Brad in California. Hello, Brad. If you could change something about your pyramid without worry about cost or mess, what would you do? I would have a poop train installed. A poop train? So that Marmot and I could poop on the tray, and then the tray would be carried out daily by Munkin or Slythe. Anything special done with the, uh, the, the matter? The matter? The, the, the poop? The offal, if you will. I would have them incorporated into the fertilizer in my hydroponic garden. No, what do you grow there? Evil! You wouldn't just have Monkey and throw it at the Thundercats? He has terrible aim and stinky hands already. Oh, okay. Monk, that would be fun, though. (laughs) Monkey and does throw his own feces. Mine is always chock full of almonds, so he does not wish to handle it. Alrighty. It is hard to pick up almond-filled poop. It becomes brittle. Duly noted, okay. and, a, and another fine tip from from your mom, Ruth. That's you? my handy tip of the day. Well, the next question comes from Devin in California. What do you ask? What is the interior of your coffin lined with? Inside is a thin veneer of mucus. What? Your mucus? I spit up in the night. <laughs> oh, I see. I have a thing. Uh, I'm sorry. It's all right. It's very comfortable and stinky. That sounds stinky. I also have a pillow of Mary Rob's hair. Oh, well. Well, Lord knows you. That's probably a very big pillow, then. It is huge! (laughs) Where where on his body did the hair come from? From his man-lady head. Well, thank well, God for that answer. Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to say we need to make sure we keep that door closed then when he's down there so the smell doesn't waft up. The smell of spit and berry hair? Yes. That Ooh-hoo. and marmot poop, apparently. Puts me right to sleep. <laughs> All right, uh, this one's from Jen in Nevada. Yes. Mamra, do you believe in love at first sight? I do believe in love at first sight. When I first saw Chitara, oh really? I was <laughs> taken with her. Yes, I tried to win her heart by pretending to be an ally to the Thundercats. Didn't work out, huh? It did not. I disguised myself as a creature known as Wizra. 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 Mm. I appeared to her in a mirror, like a dream. Ah, and crafty. she enjoyed my company for a brief time. Oh, so there was a connection. Until she realized it was me. <laughs> 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 
I don't know how I'm going to edit that one. We're going to figure out a way. Mumra needs a cough. Until she realized it was me. In disguise. Oh, and then, and then that must have just broken your heart. Yeah! <laughs> all right, last question is, yeah! is uh, all the way from Manchester, Winston in the UK. What did you do in life before you died slash ever lived? Many moons ago, before Third Earth was invaded by the wretched Thundercats, I was an EMT. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, a, a savior. I used to drive an ambulance with Monkey and then Slide, and I would help those in need and repair them. Oh, you guys go way back. So what happened? Why turn evil? I there think? was a terrible accident. We were headed towards one of the interstates where apparently a four-on collision had left a family of six dead. Oh, my. Before we got there... Monkey and began drinking space beer and got really shit-faced and we wrecked and as the ambulance spiraled out of control the gauze inside the ambulance fell upon my body and wrapped itself in me over and over again and that is why I am the freak I am today covered in medical tape from an ambulance wreck. Wow, that was kind well, of anticlimactic. No, no, way to go, Winston. Way to bring up the trudge up the bad memories. I Another victim of the healthcare system. Exactly. Oh, basically a, a victim of monkey and <laughs> getting drunk again. That was the old rhyme we used to say. It's monkey and he's drunk again. Monkey and he's drunk again. da dee da dee da I guess it makes sense why he's your servant for life, then. Now. Does it really? Or am I just a fool? I think I'm too soft on him. Oh, yeah? Yes. Well, that's the a little blue pill will help that. Six inches too soft on him every <laughs> night. Oh, monkey and my sweet monkey and <laughs> That's the, all the questions that I dare ask you at this point. Really? Yeah. All right. But so feel free to go back down, have some sleep in your music. Mama, get out of daddy's food. <laughs> He's in the peanuts again. Oh, jeez. Mama. Get out of the peanuts. Shame. Bad demon dog. Daddy has to spank. Whack. Whack. I make the sound as I flip the paper. It increases the fear. That is what you must do. I feel my fear increase. Whack. These weekenders are not as thick as they used to be. Whack. Whack. I can't discipline you with this parade magazine. <laughs> it is not nearly thick enough to cause damage to your hide. Whack. Now, if you want to cause damage, just Whack. read the parade magazine. <laughs> oh, look! A candid sit-down with Andy Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you go downstairs and uh, go ahead. Looks like I've got that. something to do while I drop a doosie-juicy. <laughs> Thank you, Mom Rye. Why are candies wrapped so strangely nowadays? That's a good question, Andy. <laughs> Who puts these wrappers on the candies? I knew hard candies when I saw them back in the day. Now I can't tell a chocolate from a frozen lozenge. Oh, boy. Andy, you've done it again. Uh, Paul, would you do me a favor and close the door down there? Click. 
He's right. already Whoa. he's already pooping. Is he? Yes. Oh, oh god. Doesn't take him five seconds. He gets. A, <laughs> it's almost like Maybe a. Maybe ran uh, up some stairs. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like a. Uh, <laughs> I think he went down the stairs. It's like a. Uh, Pavlovian response. Oh, wow. You put a parade parade? magazine in his hand. (laughs) (laughs) I think that really happens to us all, though. Yeah, once you you, you get like in your 50s and 60s, come home after that Sunday brunch, (laughs) pick up the old paper. So you're saying it's a natural laxative then? I call it a natural laxative. Parade is a natural laxative, yes. Ah, parade. But that's all we have for The Lockhorns is a natural laxative. No, that's a. That's an epic epicac, that one. <laughs> the Lockhorns. Andy Cap without still, the funny. Is that still made, the Lockhorns? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Howard Huge. Oh, Lord. Uh, oh, this dog's so big. How about Wizard of Id? Is that still going? I think so, BC, yeah. is that still rolling? Yeah, man, all that High and Lois. All that shit is still Blondie. out there. Yes. God. Which is funny, because like half of the artists that created those are dead. Yeah, well, they, they you know... Zombie. I hire somebody that's like, can you draw this? Okay, you're hired. It's these zombie sweatshop cartoonists. I know, right? All right, but what you got out there, folks? Write to us, comments at uglycouchshow.com, or write to us right up above the Couchcast there in that little comment section on the webpage. We like that. Plus, if you have any questions for Mamra, well, that's a great place to ask them at either of those locations. Please Indeed. drop us a line and subscribe on iTunes and give us a high rating so we can get recognized. Yeah, that's very nice of you. We better recognize. Yeah, you better recognize. And, of course, watch The Ugly Couch Show, where we tell you what to watch, what to read, what to play, and put really horrible things in our mouths. So. Yes. Come by the website and visit. There's plenty of fun stuff to see. And one more thank you for Dave Rader for joining us on this uh, burialist couch cast. You're up, Dave Rader. And until next time, I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. And the Dave Rader. And we will talk to you next week in Geek. See you then, folks. Banana, 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 banana,